is Brother Leroy with Carries of Covenant Ministry, and I want to thank you for joining us uh, to give us this opportunity to share the Word of God with you. I want to thank you for taking out this opportunity to, to, to hear the Word of God. The Word of God is important. The is actually the Word of God is the most important thing. I mean, there's there's scripture that said it says, "Do not neglect so great." A salvation. Uh, I believe it's Psalm. Let me. T I believe it's Psalm 103. I, be I believe the whole Psalm is. Uh, 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 actually, Psalm 119. I believe it is. But the whole Psalm is about bless the. Uh, one. Let me say it this way. I'll be sure. One of the Psalms says, "Bless the Lord, O my soul," and it goes throughout that whole Psalm saying, "Bless the Lord, O." my soul bless the lord oh my soul so in other words it, it and it, and then there's another psalm that talks about the blessings of god now remember our foundation scripture is hebrews 11 1 without faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen hebrews 11 6 without faith is impossible to please god and last time i, I the statement i made was Life has different stages. Your life may be in the beginning, middle, or in its latter stages. But no matter what stage, everyone who has received Jesus as Savior needs to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Remember, we read 2 Timothy. It says to study, to show yourself approved. So in other words, uh, many times people use the fact of who their pastor is or what their pastor teaches or what their organization teaches. But th those things have their place but i know many times in sharing with people about a church i tell them it's not the it's not what's over the name that's over the door of the place of worship what's important is what are you hearing in that place because no the scripture says rightly dividing the word so in other words if there's a right then there can be a wrong so if you for example I first got saved. I heard people. Well, actually, I my, I was I had an asthma attack, and one of my grandmothers more or less said, told me, "Be patient, just endure it. Sickness is part of life." Well, see, that's what the doctors may say. That's what the world may say. That what my grandmother said. But that was a lie, because the scripture says that Jesus said, "All power in heaven and earth is in my hand." Which means if all power in heaven and earth is in the hand and then God says go, that meant he has. And then scripture teaches, uh, and I'm going to share on that on, on, on some platform, that in the, the name of Jesus, I, be, I believe it's Luke 14, 10, uh, 14 19, uh, Luke 10, 19. It says that Jesus says, I have given you authority over all the power. Then there's Isaiah 54, 7. A, a power of the enemy Isaiah, 4, uh, Isaiah 57 40, 57 14 and 17 it says uh, no weapon formed against you can prosper but you know the secret to that is the weapon that can the weapon that can prosper against you is your own words remember Proverbs eighteen twenty one: the power of life and death is in the tongue so what is in your tongue Turn to Romans. We ended up with Romans 12, 21. Romans 12, excuse me, Romans 12, 2. Romans 12, 2. 
Do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed or changed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is the good, pleasing and perfect will of God. Notice the good, actually King James said the good, the perfect and acceptable will of God. So if God was in control, you would not have to prove the good, the perfect and acceptable will of God in your life. But since he's not in control, and think, the scripture says it's God's will that none should perish, but we know there are people going to hell. We know there's people who's sick. We know there's people who's broke. We know there are people who's addicted. We know there are people who have mental challenges in their mind, people who are getting divorced, people whose children are running wild. We know all those things, but yet we know the scripture tells us exactly different, that it's God's will that's different from all those things. Scripture says, Jesus Jesus said this, John 10, 10, the thief comes but to steal, kill, and destroy. And But he says, I come that you may have the God type of life while you was upon the earth. If God was in control and we know that it's his will that we have the God type of life on this earth, then why are we all not? Why is every human? The thing, Scripture says, God, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world, he sent his only begotten son. We know Jesus died for everybody. And so if he said that's why he came and that's why he died, to redeem man from the curse of everything that comes to steal, kill, and destroy, then why do we see these things happen to people? Why do we see children starving, people being uh, uh, sex trafficking, uh, people being denied just basic rights, you know, people being killed, people just being discriminated. Why do we see all those things? We know that's not the will of God. It's because we have an enemy. And unless we know the will and the purpose of God and we transform our mind, you know, I remember uh, before, before I got saved, I used to have a statement because it was, you know, everybody laughed about it. I used to say, boy, I'm, I'm, I'm so poor. I have to make a down payment on a pair of shoestrings. Like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Well, what was I saying? I was saying I was poor. And then people told me I was cursed. And some people wonder, why do they see people early in the morning stumbling down the street? Why do they see people get, get so intoxicated on the weekends that when they talk about their weekend, they don't even know uh, uh, what happened to them, where they did. You know, they were on the east part of town and they woke up, they was on the west part of town. Uh, uh, you know. In, in all kind of different situations. Why did that happen? They they have they see no natural hope. You know, people are talking about the viruses, people are talking about inflation, people talk about immigrants, people talk about the politics, they talk about the earthquake, the 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 uh climate control, you know, famine, sickness, disease, all those things. And there's nothing wrong. I'm not saying you shouldn't talk about this, but when you focus upon that and you focus and you focus, you become you become afraid uh, uh, and, and uh, afraid of your own circumstances and you see nothing but gloom. The worst life that can be lived is a life that where it's always me. If you have any friends, any relatives, or you know anyone that always wants a spotlight on them and it's always me, 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 me. Those are miserable people because when you're looking at yourself, you are, when you look at yourself you are, and pay it, focus on yourself, you will always find something wrong. And if you compare your life to someone else, you will always find yourself short. Mm. Now, let's try, remember what Romans says, but you, you don't allow yourself 
to be conformed to this age. So whatever age you are living, see, in, in the age, the 20, 2021, there are certain things that have become the norm. Well, just because it's become the norm, if that norm goes against the Bible, you do not have to accept that norm as yours. See, I, I know in raising children, uh, people told me, well, you know, you're going to have the terrible twos, terrible threes, you know, terrible teenage years. That may be the norm for the world. It can. It, and let me say this for a lot of believers who refuse to do the word of God are, uh, are and there are a lot of believers who are ignorant of the word of God. The things that the world face are nor I, I know I had uh, this particular ch uh, child of mine was saying the other day uh, I was a good child I didn't give you I didn't do this 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 is and she was right she I mean she what, what this what this child said was 100% right but the reason that she was not like the world was because the scripture says train up a child in the way it go and when it is old, it will not depart. And I remember there were times uh, my parents told I was raised with, do as I say, not as I do. Do as I say and not as I do. I remember going to college. Some, so many of the uh, fellow classmates, they said they was raised in a Christian home. But when they came to college and they saw all these different things, they left because they found out what they were told was not the Bible. What they told was the tradition of men. Uh, without renewing the mind, there will be no keeping of the heart. Turn to uh, turn. Uh, let's turn, we're going to turn to the scripture. Without renewing the mind, there will be no keeping of the heart and the stopping of filthy communications of your mouth. Now. Filthy communication, we're going to turn, turn to uh, Proverbs 4.23. Communication, filthy communication is not just necessarily cursing. Because I, I want, and, and I'm, not, I'm not promoting to curse. I'm not promote, promoting bad words. But one thing the scripture talks about is, is, is the encouragement or lifting up. And I know not, some time ago, I looked up some, some, some particular words in, our, in the modern society that are considered as cursing. Well, there was a period of time those words was not considered as cursing. So, in other words, these are what we what we this is what we have to do. We need not saying use those words because first of all, those words are so, not socially, uh, so in, in at least in Western society, they're not socially accepted. So you want to use those to offend anybody. But what we need to see is what does God consider as cursing, and I found out. Cursing is a is when you have in your mouth a report that goes against what God has said in his word. So think about this. When you say, I mean, if you go to a doctor and he asks you what's wrong, it's proper to say I'm sick. But to always be telling somebody, uh, you go, you, you know, I've been out with acquaintances and friends and, and say, well, you know, I say this looks good. Or, oh, I can't have that. That accepts my, that accept that. Uh, affects my blood sugar that affects my this or that that is cursing 
Because see, the scripture actually says that we can eat, if we eat any deadly thing, it will not hurt us. And then the scripture tells us that we are to sanctify our food with our words. We are to bless it. And the scripture doesn't even say, oh God, uh, you know, people, that tradition says, God, I ask you, uh, in the name of Jesus, to bless the cook's hands. Father, I, I think I take this food in in uh, for Jesus' sake. That's tradition. He tells us to bless the food. He tells us we can have what we say. And he tells us we have dominion. So what do you do? I say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I bless this food. I sanctify it. It will not cause any hurt, harm, or danger to come to my body. And it will not affect me in any negative way. And I say any sickness, disease, germ, virus, anything in this food, I call it dead in Jesus' name and eat it. Okay, Proverbs 4.23. Uh, let's start with 20. My son, believer, pay attention to my words. Listen closely to my sayings. Don't lose sight of them. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them. The word is actually says life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. So see, that is an evil report is when you are talking sickness, disease, and infirmity. Now, we're out of time. We're going to pick up here again. I want you to know that God loves you. I want you to know that Jesus wants you to have life like heaven on earth. And remember this. Never forget this. God loves you. Jesus loves you. The Holy Spirit loves you. And even though we may have met in the natural, I love you. Be blessed, you and yours, in Jesus' name.